Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. genius in you, where in a single moment you can recognize your brilliance and change your life. This is a transformational hour that covers an array of topics that demonstrate how individuals use their native talents, as shown in their name, to look at the ordinary in extraordinary ways. Albert Einstein once said that everybody's a genius. Why would one of the smartest people on the planet declare that everyone is a genius unless he knew that to be true? I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and in each weekly show, you'll hear the fascinating ways other people have discovered the genius in them and what they were able to accomplish because of it. At the end of each show, as of tonight, you'll hear clues on how you can recognize your own innate genius. All over the world, many people have diverse interests, and in that vein, people have written to our show's producers and asked about different occupations and areas of life and have highly interested them. People want to know how highly successful people have managed to achieve their genius mindset by utilizing the gifts that are seen in their name using namology science. Today's gifted guest is Josephine Diamond, whose own journey started when she graduated from Florida College of Natural Health, majoring in paramedical skin care, concentrating on skin care, cancer, and the endocrine system. That same year, she also became a Reiki master. Two years after graduating college, Josephine studied handwriting and added that talent to her toolbox. And two years after that, she had finished studying again and added being a clinically licensed hypnotherapist. Josephine is the CEO of Issues in the Tissues and founder of the Shirley Wish in the Sky Foundation. Josephine's name indicates that she is a workaholic that she can be quite lazy on the other end, even though it'd be hard to ever see that part once you've known her, that she wants to always be the top in what she does, and she's learning how to be so influential, and she practices that all the time. She's highly independent, according to her name, likes to be in charge of herself, made herself likable, but not about to change who she is and able to get liked. 
she has a drive to always be her very, very best and always wants to be in control of her and never give her power away. Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You radio show, Josephine. Thank you. Thank you for having me. What we'd all like to know first is what do you mean by or how do you define issues in a person's tissues? Well, um, through discovering my own issues in the tissues that came through my transformation and through my clinical studies in skin care, I noticed that a person, there's repetitive occurrences in, in a person's being that shows up chronic illness um, that is attracted by different episodes in one's life. For example, for myself, um, it came to me when I studied the endocrine system, how the insertion of a probe can create the galvanic current, can create lye and dissipate a, a follicle. And that to me came with the changing of one's thought. So my thoughts were just in awe with that moment. Um, so I discovered issues in the tissues when I changed my handwriting and I started noticing the patterns around me and people's names. And when I changed my handwriting, certain issues started surfacing and through studying um, medical skincare that started showing that the skin is the largest organ and treating the skin, even with the treatments that weren't, they weren't helpful at times, it was more the emotional part of the individual. So you're thinking that the emotions relay more to our health issues than our habits, or are they all connected? Well, they're all connected. Um, they're all connected, definitely, because our thoughts, our thoughts are like the uh, probe. That's how I connected the dots on that one. Um, are like the electrical current. So that thoughts are, are creating, creating a current which the brain is releasing chemicals that produce in the body, so there arises issues in the tissues. Um, and it manifests physiological. It, it takes time in the body for it to show signs. By that time, that's when the illness starts. Wow, so you're saying that if we changed our handwriting, then we can then change or cure the illness? Is that what I'm hearing you correctly? Absolutely, and it takes time. It takes a willingness. The younger the, younger the individual is, is the habit can be transformed. Um, as we develop habits, they become reinforced in our writing. Our writing is just a direct neurological. It shows how we're thinking, our thinking habits. And sometimes um, a person isn't aware that they're having these thoughts because they're just something that they've been living with all their life. Wow. So... How do you feel about if this is all connected to handwriting with our school systems no longer, you know, teaching handwriting? Well, that's, that's how I started all this. My son was in kindergarten when, when I discovered this transformation. And okay, they already let's hold, that thought. let's hold that thought and we'll come right back to it. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. After the break, we'll find out why Josephine Diamond connects handwriting to issues in the tissues. This is Johanna Carroll, host of Dialogue with Divinity on the X-Zone Broadcast Network. While walking along Kanapali Beach in Maui this past year, I kept discovering all these shells and coral in the shape of hearts. My Dialogue with Divinity was very simple. Do you want me to do a retreat to heal people's hearts in Maui next year? And of course, the answer was yes. As a master spiritual teacher, I am offering you a neat retreat called Rise, May 8th through the 12th, 2017, and the chance of a lifetime to rest at a five-star resort for five days 
and experience a spiritual renewal of your heart and soul. Kanapali is one of the top five beaches in the world. This stunning resort has undergone a $40 million renovation. I walked the entire property, checked out the room choices on your behalf, and I must say it is stunning. Our conference room faces the ocean with sliding glass doors. Maui is known as Mother Maui because it is a soft, gentle, healing energy. In the embrace of Mother Maui, you will feel yourself rising from the limitations of an ordinary life to an extraordinary journey of peace, bliss, and harmony, a greater sense of clarity. Our rise retreat ignites renewal in the sacred elements of air, water, earth, fire, and wind. There's plenty of free time to enjoy all that Maui has to offer. A small deposit is required now to reserve your space as this retreat, it will sell out. For more details, please go to johannacarroll.com and register today. Aloha, and I'll see you in mystical Maui. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Josephine Diamond, CEO of Issues in Your Tissues. Right before the break, we were talking about how handwriting not being taught in schools can affect our brains. Would you please continue? Yes. So handwriting not being taught in school takes away the developmental part in the brain where the creativity lies. Most children are printing, and most adults are printing now also. And that does not, that doesn't use the frontal lobe. It doesn't use the creativity, that, that intuition, that just knowing part of the brain. Um, and for myself, that's where we discover our genius is through the movement of that. The pen doesn't actually write. The hands aren't writing. It's the brain that's writing. And that's been known for a while. Um, when we print, we're just working with primal lobe, which we're doing as we're told, um, following directions. It's just a different dynamics when we're writing in print script, which is the movement flowing of, of ideas and intuition. Josephine, you've said that our handwriting is a reflection of our self-image and our perception of this world. Would you care to elaborate on that? So our self-image is developed as children. So whatever we create a story to mean in our lives, if something occurred in your life uh, or what occurred in what occurred in my life, I made it mean something. So I developed that perception. So it's how I saw the world. How we see the world is how we interpret it ourselves, each individual's interpretation, which if it's not emotionally, that's what creative handwriting would do it would release those emotions to let go and get and just renew every day renew and restore our minds 
did you come up with issues in the tissues? What did you study? You know, how did your modality originate? Well, issues in the tissues came up when I started observing. When I tr- when I changed my handwriting, I started becoming aware of patterns. I started seeing same letter initials just popping up all over. Whatever letter I was, how I changed my handwriting was individually. It wasn't journaling. It was individually writing a certain letter in a certain way. For example, the writing the lowercase i and dotting it right on top. When I went out into the world, the whole world was was coming to me in a different way. I was seeing things I've never seen. And I started noticing certain patterns, especially through studying the, through um, observing the elderly um, and just listening to their stories and what their ailments were. So I got really connected to, to what, their, what their issues in the tissues were through their name. I was only following the initial of the name. And, and, and it reinforced it in their writing. So for example, um, someone who has a hook in their seat, if you put a hook or a loop in their seat, that would be an extreme sign of, and would show signs of colitis, diverticulitis. Um, the bigger the loop in the seat is, the more the distorted the perception. It's not right or wrong. A person doesn't even know they're doing it. So certain formations and letters are connected neurologically to the brain. And there's research to prove all that. But this came to me intuitively through my transformation. So then it showed up in teachings and I found books started showing up. Um, I took many handwriting courses and I just researched hundreds and hundreds of people for the last seven years. It was nonstop. Um, And it just, and then I came across people that were willing and to change their handwriting for the conditions that we were addressing. For example, colitis is one of the main ones, 100% turnaround on that. Uh, again, being, you know, with homopathic, other, other facilitators, other medical doctors, um, and the whole person's whole perception, things start coming up from the subconscious because the issues in the tissues are deeply buried in the subconscious. So they show up in a meeting with someone or things start coming out that remind you of the past because the subconscious has a way of hiding and burying things but they show up in the people that we meet. So there's no coincidences. You know, we're all taught handwriting, or we used to be taught handwriting in school, and they showed us specific ways of making our letters, like our capital letters and our small letters. So are you doing it the way that we were all taught, or are you doing it differently? Thank you for asking that question. That's the thing. Um, The handwriting that was taught in 18, it was 1897, it was called the Palmer handwriting. It reflected a different era of time, the way of thinking of those people of that time. We haven't changed our handwriting since then. Um, certain strokes in handwriting are known grapho- in graphology, the science of graphology, to, to show cancer, dextrose strokes, bring out those patterns. Um, so it, just, it, it doesn't work for a society of today. So that's could be a good reason why they don't teach it also they don't teach it in 47 states handwriting has been totally taken out so how do you feel like that's going to influence people later on when they don't have this skill anymore well i see it already it's taking away that that creative part of an individual um to just inner knowing so everything is information either on computers um researching but just that innate knowing things just coming up and then things falling into place that kind of genius is is falling out um but i see i see it all coming together with your work and these kind of interviews creating awareness anything is possible so if you could have besides the c that you told us about Another letter that you would like everybody to change if they just would because you think it would make it easier on the individual, what letter would that be and why? Oh, that would be, for me, that would be the letter D for individuals. And the letter D is about kindness and sensitivity towards others. Um, On the lowercase D and on the uppercase D, on the uppercase D, there's that turn on the top. Letters are kinesthetic, so if you look at letters, however they're turned is where they're stopping the flow of energy flowing. Um, so, and on the lowercase d, it would be the loop in the stem of the d. 
And what that would ease is heart issues, sensitivity to the heart. Actually, the first heart surgery that they ever did in the United States, he was the letter D. I don't know if that's a coincidence, but, and also there's a lot of letters, but the D would be one of the biggest letters and also the letter G. Oh, we would have people moving forward and not telling so many stories if that G wasn't done like the olden days that they had it going up in the top and coming down. The D, the letter G is about gratitude and the way that it's formed creates issues of anger, resentment, and it has you relive stories. So most people don't write in cursive, but could you imagine that these letters that I'm sharing with you, if they're written constantly, even if we are doing transformative um, transformation in programs, but we're reliving, we're re-bringing it back into that moment without even awareness. So we're going back in time. So changing our handwriting, changing certain strokes and letters would allow the mind, the brain actually to be able to process those emotions that are hidden. As they say, as I say, feelings buried alive never die. Um, I noticed that one of the things that you told me about was the letter X. And what you had was most of the time we start in the upper left and we go down to the lower right. And then we go from the upper right down to the lower left. And you told me I was doing it backwards because I was going backwards in time versus forwards. I'm not sure I got that clearly expressed. Would you mind sharing that with us? Oh, yes. This is a beautiful letter. The letter X, when it's waffled, it has indecisiveness. But if we start from the top right and go into the left zone, that's going back into the it's going back into the past and we're ending it in the future. How we write our letters is really important. The neurologist today now with Alzheimer's patients, by the way, Alzheimer's and dementia has been able to be seen and diagnosed. 10 to 30 years before it even manifests and it's in the brain, how it's wired. So specific letter formations help re-enter new pathways in the brain to create new, new ways of seeing. Unfortunately, by the time that it gets to the testing with the neurologist, the person's already has a lot of gray matter going on and, and it, it can't be addressed, but practicing handwriting in a certain way can and does create new pathways for the brain. It's a tool. It's a tool and, and, and the world is ready for it right now with all of these brain injuries that we're having. And Okay. So when you say practice handwriting, I mean, do we have to do that 45 minutes a day or, or how, how does that go about? Well, that's a good question. People seem to put more emphasis and time on, other things, when I ask them to do 10 to 20 minutes of handwriting, it would have to be in a certain way on unlined paper, upper and lowercase writing. Um, you see the results immediately, depending on the person that's willing to change. Um, it changes character and changes behavior. Um, it, and it's practice every day for at least five to 10 minutes. Well, one of the things you were telling me about earlier was that it changes what happens around us. Like, for example, when you change certain letters, your communication changes. And even though you're just doing the letters, people that you haven't heard from suddenly call. Would you like to tell us more about that? Oh, absolutely. Well, it's the law of resonance. It's the law of frequency. So writing is kinesthetic. And that's like a, a really deep topic. And it's so beautiful to see it's the same, the law of, of changing our thoughts. When we change our thoughts, we bring people into our lives. When we're thinking of someone that's sending brave wavelengths, but when we change our handwriting, that's an energy. So each letter has a characteristic and it has, it has a frequency as sound, like music and sound. So letters are the same. Stay tuned to know the name, know the genius in you. After the break, we'll find out how individual letters can change the little things in our life and cause changes in even the larger things in our life and how to draw the letter that can make your life even better. There are so many things about letters and we have 26 of them to work with. And so out of those 26, we could start with 
with one letter or two letters, how many letters would you recommend that we start with initially? I recommend that an individual starts with the initial of their first name and to go as deep as how many, how, what the issue is that they're working with. Just practicing the initial of the first name at first. It seems easy, but it isn't. So that's why I suggest that you just practice one letter first to see how it feels. It's kind of like asking someone to do yoga or a meditation. Um, the transformation is tremendous. Um, and it's a, very, it's a very delicate issue, but the rewards are endless. But one to three letters is, is significant. Okay, so stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. After the break, we'll find out even more. While science pursues fact, magic accesses the quantum level, bridging random facts to form truth. As long as science and magic remain separate and polarized, the truth cannot be known. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. Join me on the Science of Magic radio program, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. During each episode, I'll be speaking with experienced and respected scientists and mystics. From astrologers to astronomers, from medical doctors to shaman, the scientific method to dowsing and intuition, we'll weave together information from seemingly divergent practices to promote unity and enlightenment. Join me, Gwilda Wiyaka, and the Science of Magic right here on the Mutual Broadcast Network. For more information, visit www.thescienceofmagic.net. Gibbs A. Williams, Ph.D., is a practicing psychoanalyst, supervisor, researcher, and author in New York City. Much of his life has been dedicated to understanding nature and the uses of meaningful coincidences or synchronicities. His radical and original non-Jungian, non-mystical, non-magical theory of synchronicities illuminates much of the fog surrounding this challenging and perplexing topic. His ideas and manners are fresh, presented in a style that is both entertaining and highly informative. He is also an expert on crisis intervention, specially focused on violence reduction for the police and citizens, mastering anxiety, frustration, and stress without the use of medication, and effectively preventing and treating heroin addiction. Dr. Williams can be contacted at his email address at gwwilliamsny11 at aol.com or visit his website at... Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? Well then, meet Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and her cutting-edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility. Dr. Kimberly brings real-life answers and healing to those open to alternative solutions. She teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever. Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone. That's right. Transformation can start now. Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free. Afterlife expert Roberta Grimes was the first one to say that dying can be fun. Now her best-selling book, The Fun of Dying, is available in stores worldwide. So if you wonder whether death ends life, how it feels to die, or what heaven might be like, The Fun of Dying was written for you. And if you have always been afraid of death, or if you worry that your life has no meaning, let The Fun of Dying ease your fears and bring new meaning to your life. 
Nothing said in The Fun of Dying is based on the teachings of any religion. Instead, Roberta draws on evidence to explain how death happens, how it feels, and what comes next. A lot of the best death-related evidence was produced in the first half of the 20th century. When it is put together with recent discoveries, it tells a consistent and amazing story. Roberta Grimes blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Her wonderful book, The Fun of Dying. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Josephine Diamond, who can be contacted at issuesinthetissues at gmail.com. Josephine, you were talking earlier about the letter C and eliminating the hook at the beginning, but we can make the C so many different ways. It can be round, it can be short, it can be tall, it can be skinny, it can be fat. So if somebody wanted to start just with the letter C, how would you describe that C so somebody could practice it for themselves after hearing you tonight to see the differences for themselves? Well, that's a great question. So a C is just a clear-cut C. It would be a half of a circle without the hook in between. But that hook is representing a psychological it's a psychological trauma. So trauma is, is, is held in certain strokes in handwriting. Um, and it might seem easy just to turn that, but if it's been a behavior, if it's been a behavior, we're living that way, that causes fear. So just to do a half a circle would be wonderful. That's why I suggest that only start off with the initial of, of the name. And the letter C is a beautiful letter to start if your initial is C and you do have a hook. I've noticed that, 90% of people, women especially, do have a hook in their C. Um, men, not as much. They have half of a, a C. It's very close. The letter C represents communication issues with women. And if we take that hook out of the C, miracles happen immediately because it's a perception. And perception resonates energy on how we attract people, so we're not even aware of it. It's just amazing when people open up with handwriting. It, it, it's it's something that you need to experience. My explaining it over the radio is, is wonderful to share what handwriting does, but it lives in the experience of practicing the letter. So just doing one line of C's with no hook, if you have a hook in it, try it out and see. Okay, and it just takes one line on regular size paper? Well, I recommend three three lines on unlined paper, on unlined paper, that's the computer paper. It has no lines, so it, it keeps us open and free from creativity. Lines have been known, and for, create, for the creativity to come out the creative genius, no lines. So you go straight across from the left side of the paper all the way to the right. And um, borders are really important in handwriting. Borders um, constitute how we have how we create our boundaries with people. So we would do one inch from the top, one inch from the left, and all the way into the future, leaving one inch space so that our new ideas can grow. All of those is a symbolic. Um, so you don't ever want to write all the way on top of the paper. So just, just not going deep into it, just by writing one inch from the top of the paper and one inch from the left side and going into the future, you bring new ideas into your life, um, discernment, just that alone. It's, letters are symbols, and how we write is a perception of how we've been living. So changing our handwriting changes our perception immediately. Okay, so we have a one-inch margin on the top and on the left side. What about the bottom? We want to leave a healthy one-inch margin from the bottom, and that's to have new ideas grow. When we write really all the way to the bottom of the paper, um, it creates cluttered thinking and it actually even has a cluttered home so people that write all the way to the bottom look at your your paper when you start um if you have anything that you've written um it doesn't leave new room to grow and the left side of the paper is the past certain countries they write all the way to the left side like in india i've noticed um in certain countries in pakistan i've worked with a lot of pakistani people they and there's nothing wrong with it but they live they, they have traditions. They stay with their past traditions. So if we have a healthy left side border, we let go of the past without going to therapy for 10 years and trying to let go. It just automatically starts letting go. You know, you've stated that you guide others to discover what emotion is hidden or buried in their lives. 
and you use their handwriting as a map and guiding them on how to release that emotion so that their body can heal itself. And you're able to do this because of the knowledge of letters. Is there any specific scientific evidence for why this is working? Well, yeah, science has known this. It's in the science of graphology. Um, They've known this for centuries. Why it works is that it it shows and it reinforces that what science has known is what it shows. There hasn't been anyone, too many people to come in. There are some grapple therapists that come in and help people change their handwriting, but it's not something very common today because it takes patience. It takes someone who's already transformed themselves to know the to know the benefit of it. One needs to know the benefit of something and, and transform it in their own lives to have the passion to share it, as you yourself know. You're so passionate of what you do. Um, but, but handwriting detects a lot. You can see a lot of childhood issues in handwriting. Is there another hook or error that most of us have been taught to write that you consider not being in our best interest? Oh, yes. And they're writing it constantly in the letter E. There's that loop in the beginning of the letter E. I notice in Italy and South American countries, that's a big no-no. Um, that could cause a lot of, so if you look at the uppercase E, like an Einstein, there's the letter E in Einstein, there's a loop in the beginning that closes the mind up, not open-minded, can't think clearly. And what that does to the body is that has a lot of havoc in the body and, and pain in the shoulders, cholesterol. has been known to have a high cholesterol amongst many other conditions. So with a closed mind, a way of thinking that isn't open, what you do is you tolerate a person that has hooks in the top of their E, they're very tolerant. They tolerate a lot, but tolerating a lot doesn't mean you're tolerant. To be freely expressed is to express ourselves and ask for our needs to be met and not hold on to them because then we'll blow up. So that's where the high blood pressure comes in and all those, all of those predepositions. Sometimes when people make that capital E, they put a, a loop in the middle, like in the oh, middle yeah. part. So what does that do? Yeah. Oh, shoulder issues, tightness around the shoulders. Also, it has it has um, blood issues, cholesterol issues. Mostly, what I've seen in the E is is a lot of shoulder pain and the neck pain. And if you think of letters as that they need to be free free flowing, so it would tie up a lot in the digestive system, that area in the mid zone. So if you touch your stomach, that's the mid-zone. So anything that's tied up, whatever organs are around that would be would be closed up. You know, I'm just amazed by all of this. And you've seen a lot of people change. Would you like to share any of those stories? Well, I, I do have so many stories. Um, one story I can share with you is a young lady. Um, when she came to see me a few years back, she had a lot of issues and she changed her seat. She had a lot of fear and both of her parents are doctors, by the way, her mother met me and she overheard what I, what I did. And she says, I think my daughter needs to go see you. And I worked with her and today she has just flourished. No, there's no anxiety. The anxiety left. Um, She's becoming an actress in Atlanta. There's several other, other um, students that I've had and clients who physical ailments have gone away. Um, the letters bring back hormonal changes. There's certain letters that work with our hormones and amongst other things, um, which is in the letter Y. Believe it or not, just doing the letter Y could regulate a menstrual cycle and uh, talk about mental issues, health issues with mental issues, taking certain medications. By the way, I've never asked anyone to get off of any medication. They they have naturally, it just naturally goes away once they change their perception and taking unhealthy strokes, which the strokes are adding to the issues when they're reinforced. It's bringing that behavior and reliving it. So anxiety, fear, depression, it starts lifting away. Wow. I bet every 12 and 13 year old would want to know how to make their wise to regulate their cycles. Um, is somebody ever too old to change? You know, to use no. that to help change? 
Not at all. That's actually how I started. I started working with someone who was very dear. I met him. Um, it would need to be regulated. It would need to be with 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 another homopath doctor, absolutely, um, and awareness because yes, those tissues, those those issues have been hidden for some time. So it's a very delicate matter. Um, it's something that that as an individual for the caretaker, it would be more beneficial than someone. I've tried working with people that are in their 90s. What I came to conclude is is acceptance of who they are, but who I can be for them. Um, so for healthcare providers to have patience and compassion, I see that that is very healthy. Um, yeah. So when you were working with them that were like in their 80s and their 90s, doing the letters, did that help them? Or do you think they'd done the other letters for so long that it would take too long for them to change? Well, I had one individual, he did the letter C and uh, actually he passed away last August 28th. Um, His name was London Lee. Uh, It was amazing, amazing, amazing to meet an individual of his nature, of who his background. Um, his life did change. He got a girlfriend in the retirement home. But yes, if it's not, when a, when a behavior needs to be changed, it needs to be modified every single day. So it's renewing our minds every day. So when you do something for a little bit, yeah, it's great. It works. But you're opening up new pathways. Once those pathways close up, you go back. So. Okay. So in other up. words, you're saying once you start, you have to keep doing it. Once you start, it's it's a, you'll you'll want to do it. You don't have to keep doing anything, but you'll want to. You'll want to. Um, and with the right guidance, it is it opens you up to your innate abilities of healing. So we're all innately wired to heal ourselves or to bring in the right the right treatments for ourselves. We radiate that. Wouldn't you come to a point in time where you wouldn't have to write three sentences of the letter every morning, but instead, if you're writing enough during the day that you're just using those letters and consciously doing them the same, and would that work? Well, the reason that you want to practice every day is because every day you renew your mind. So every day we're going, the layers and layers of the subconscious are so deep. They go as deep as what your belief system is. If you have a belief system of past life, your childhood trauma, all of it is stored. Epigenetics, the science of epigenetics has actually, you know, there's science behind that. I don't even need to do the science on that one, but they're hidden away. So yes, by practicing, it takes 40 days for the neurological patterns of the brain to realign themselves. So it's like, would you just do yoga once or like for three months and then just do a little yoga? You'll, it's something that is innately, your body will we'll see the benefits of it. This whole thing to me is so fascinating. I don't believe that a lot of people have even heard of this. Is it very old? Is this whole thing very old or is it fairly new? No, graphology has been around for hundreds of years. It actually started in Germany. Um, And to graduate college, everyone needed to study graphology from, from what I've learned. Um, in this country, it isn't something that they use. I don't know why that is, but it's coming. And right now, with, with the brain, with epigenetics and all the doctors finding things with the brain, they're, they're learning new brain games, which this is simple, a pen and a paper. Hey, stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. After the break, we'll find out what Josephine Diamond has in her name that assisted her that you may have in your name as well. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. 
Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? Well then, meet Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and her cutting-edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility. Dr. Kimberly brings real-life answers and healing to those open to alternative solutions. She teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever. Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash X zone. That's right. Transformation can start now. Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash X zone and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free. What happened in Benghazi is revealed by Nicholas Genix, author of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. He informs the American people that President Obama deceived them by advocating a strong foreign policy prior to the 2012 presidential election, and Hillary Clinton supported this deception. As the title infers, there is a connection between Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. Ample evidence informs Americans that Obama's early indoctrination in the Quran developed an infinity for Islam, why the Quran is the source of discontent in many countries, and why the Obama foreign policy deception led to poor military action and caused the loss of American lives in Benghazi. Genex provides 36 questions for the Select Committee on Benghazi to validate if Americans are justified to mistrust President Obama and Hillary Clinton. An overview of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi is presented on the website www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. You're listening to the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Josephine Diamond, who can be contacted at issuesinthetissues at gmail.com. I want to know how the healing takes place. In other words, how much writing does somebody really have to do to change what's happening in their body? Well, it depends on how severe the hooks and, and, the, and, the, and the behavior has been imprinted. Um, it takes 40 days, but you see, you see the results instantly. So it's on the individual walking through an issue, for example, for colitis. That's something that has been there for 
a while for it to develop into colitis. Any issue in the tissue that comes out and manifests has been there for for several years. So the more so when you ask me a question like why would you want to do it every day, um, it is a program to realign and create new healthy pathways that can be lived. Again, this is something that needs to be experienced, and it's it's accessible. It doesn't take a computer. It's a pen and a paper. And you start seeing the issues going away. When the pen hits the paper and the deeper the issues, the pen will start running. Mostly, many of my clients, they have a lot of smears on the paper and they think it's the pen leaking, but it's actually the pen picking up the nervous system. So, yes, it takes time, but you see the results the moment the pen touches the paper. How you heal is through conscious awareness. This isn't about taking a pill. This isn't about suppressing. This is about releasing the emotion and and letting go. And it happens naturally. How did it ever come about that they connected a certain letter to a certain area of the body to which tissue? How did that matching up ever occur? Well, think of the letters that you, that you came across. So each letter has a behavior. So for example, the letter C is trust. So over time, if you're not trusting, what part of what part of the body would naturally go? It's like it's like overusing your so that's where the neurological pattern comes in, but it's a characteristic. So each letter has an energy which equals a character which if it's suppressed or repressed, it'll show up in a part of the body. So everything starts with the endocrine system. So our thoughts are creating they're an orchestra. You can think of an orchestra and he's conducting up there and it's sending certain enzymes through the body. And so that's, I'm not the neural scientist here, but there's research on this. And uh, you're the expert on letters. If you look at the letters, they each, they each mean uh, they have a trait. Right. They have they have traits and qualities that go with them. But I think it's just fascinating because it's part of the research that I'm attempting now is to connect certain letters to certain behaviors and certain illnesses in the body. So the fact that that this has already been done in some way is just fascinating to me. So as as you're looking at heart attacks, for an example, so you're connecting it to handwriting where I'm connecting it to a meaning of a letter. So in the handwriting what would then go with heart attacks? I just, it's something that I hear about so often anymore is this one had a heart attack or that one's having heart problems or this one's in a congestive heart failure. And it seems to me like there's a lot of heart issues anymore. And so yeah. if somebody was going to heal their heart from having a heartache or from grief or from loss, what would they start with? What letters? Well, that'd be a combination of letters. So that'd be behavior. So think of the heart, letting go. I see the most, it, it's not always just one letter, depending on the person's name. So each person came in with a gift and also challenges. So we need to look at that. But the most predominant letter for, for the heart, for strokes and the heart is the ST combination. But it also resonates with the R. See, see, when when we're letting go, the R is about letting go, letting go and allowing purity of heart coming from our pure creativity. How we were taught in the Palmer handwriting, there's a loop in the middle of that R. Well, that stops the flow and it stops from being vulnerable. Vulnerability is very important for for heart flow and for those valves to go. So the ST is the major letter for the heart, though. Again, again, go ahead. Well, I was just going to ask for the R. Were you talking about the capital R or the little R? Oh, I'm talking about the capital R. Yes, that capital R is a beautiful letter. And I I can share with you on my personal journey and research on that letter. I, I can say I'm an expert on the R. Now, if I can get a group of people to to put it to use and do studies on it, but it does heal colitis diverticulitis, it opens up heart issues. If they take that loop out, that letter is one of the letters that has a lot of fear. 
So once you take the letter out, by, by the way, once you practice writing a certain letter, you're going to feel those emotions. So that's, so that's why it's important to practice every day. But if you're already having heart issues, it's best to have a homeopathic doctor to be under the care and to do this practice. It goes hand in hand. So when you go to the doctor, they just give you, they give you a medication, but they don't, they don't help you change the behavior that caused this. So that's where issues in the tissues is coming alive. So would you say as a general train, just to start for everybody taking the loops out of our letters as a whole? Absolutely. OMG. Yes. I want to travel the world and help people do that and go to, especially in Italy and South America. And if you notice people's personalities in other countries, especially Latin America, there's such character and expression and just a lot of extremes. And it's all in their writing. It's all in their writing. You can look at a culture by their writing on how their behavior is and their personalities. Um, So, so, so if somebody was going through grief, um, you know, we hear tragedies all the time in the news and people yes, dying and, yes. and horrible things happening. So if somebody's got a lot of compassion and they go into grief, are there certain letters that are attached to grief? Oh, that is just a beautiful question. And my heart goes out to, to want to share this with the world. Um, the most amazing letter for that that would really support a peaceful heart is the letter Z. And how we were taught to do the letter Z is is the downstroke. It just creates it creates a lot of going into the past and why didn't I do this? So if we look at the Z and we we do it like a backwards three, so it looks at the past, it sees everything as may not understand it, but it's here, and then you take that loop forward. Just by by changing the letter Z brings a peaceful heart, and it takes away a a lot of grief and issues in the tissues of suicide. I've seen high suicide rates in, in, in teenagers. If we could share this gift and create more programs, that's why I created the Shirley Wish and Sky Foundation. It, it takes a group of people to come together to do this. It is, I'm not going to do this alone. It's my passion, and I love sharing with those individuals that have been sent to me. But it's a group collective effort and letting the world know what's going on, how easy it could be. And when we change our consciousness independently, we change the whole. And science knows about all this. It's, 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 quantum physics knows about all this. Well, you mentioned the Shirley Wish in the Sky Foundation that you founded. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So 90% of my work originally how I came upon all of this research is by me going around and interviewing people and sharing this practice and myself. So I saw, I saw the homeless community as being left out. I, I was, I've been an advocate for the homeless and the people in retirement homes. And just by seeing that they needed, they needed an advocate to keep moving forward with the issues that were arising, that this practice would bring healing. Um, they're homeless because if they could write, if they could change their handwriting, they wouldn't be homeless. And the elderly, just in and out of the hospital, I've seen so many of them in and out of the hospital for anxiety disorders. So so I was an advocate for that. That's why I shared with you that helping the elderly change their handwriting, is, is we need more compassion with them because when it gets to that stage, it's letting go. So what exactly does the Shirley Wish in the Sky Foundation do? Well, it supports those that others pass by. So um, we have created programs for the homeless here in my town and an advocate for the elderly. So that's what we do. Okay, so I'm a little bit confused or not clear. So do you provide monies for them or programs for them or places oh, programs. for them to go or... Yeah, we provide programs for them. We provide programs for them and support. And when we work with other missions, with other, um, like the Boca Raton Missionary, helping them give back. That's my main goal is to bring this tool um, to programs to be able to share with them more appropriately. It needs to be consistent. I, I 
can't just work with them one day. It has to be a consistent. Well, and I realize too that when you work with somebody, you start with like six weeks and you're working with them every week for six weeks um, to get them going. Um, yeah. If you're interested in finding out more about how you can change aspects of your life by changing how you form your letters, you can contact Josephine at issuesinthetissues at gmail.com. Josephine has a PH in her name, which indicates that she feels like she doesn't fit in with the crowd, that she's different somehow from others. I always think about that with Dr. Phil and his letters also, the PH. Because in that PH, it means that you're a little bit different than everybody else. And she took that feeling and instead of separating herself apart from others or feeling ostracized, she took that part of her that was different and pursued a different path. Hence, her connection between the issues in the tissues and the handwriting in the brain. Do you know where your genius lies? I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, host of the radio show, Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which can be heard every weekday at various times right here on X.